Well, folks, Shaw Jerry Adams Arish. This is Jerry Adams again. And uh, this week, and I hope all of you are well, I want to tell you about my old friend, Alice Toner, who died last week. And Alice Toner lived in Belmurphy Drive, not far from our house in Devismore Park in the Murph. And I'm deeply saddened by her death. I knew Alice and her husband, Fra, or Francie, Francie Toner, all my adult life. Like my own family, they moved into the Balmurphy area, Balmurphy Estate, shortly after it was built. And she and Francie were long-standing Republicans. Alice was born Alice Scullion in 1929. She was from Varner Street in the Falls area. And that street is now gone. It's a victim of redevelopment. But for those of you who are native to the area, it's around where Osman Street is now. Alice was born just eight years after partition was imposed upon us. And her family suffered under the apartheid system by the Unionist regime at Stormont. Unemployment and poverty was widespread along with the denial of votes in local government and the gerrymandering of electoral boundaries. It was almost impossible to get a house if you were a Catholic. In the late 40s, Alice met and fell in love with Francie. And through their first years of marriage, they and their three children lived in one house in Alice's family home in Varner Street. In the early 1950s, they were offered a house in Ballamurphy on the slopes of the Black Mountain. And they moved first into 24 Ballamurphy Drive. But unfortunately there were steps leading up to that front door and Alice and Francie needed a ground level home to address the needs of their daughter Teresa. They moved across the street to 27 Ballamurphy Drive and they remain there to this day. The three toner children became 13. Elise, Kathleen, Carmel, Bernie Roisin, Anne-Marie, Michael, Jim and Jared, and the late Philomena, Frankie and Teresa. The war years were tough on the Murph. The British Army occupied the area. Interment saw the Bellamurphy Massacre, in which 11 local people were killed. Others died during those harsh years, including Alice and Francie's son, Frankie, he was shot by the UVF on the 12th of May 1982 while working in his brother-in-law's fruit store on the Antrim Road. Two other people were wounded. Frankie was married with four children. Despite this deep trauma, Alice and Francie continued to work for the Murphy community and their home was always open to those in need. Alice was an extraordinary woman, immensely strong and courageous, a mother, a grandmother, a great-grandmother. She lived through tumultuous and difficult times, faced danger head-on and never flinched, whether it was raids on her home or on the streets of Ballamurphy. And when she never fully recovered from Frankie's death, she never gave up. For years, Francie ran the Republican prisoners' transport. He organised a small fleet of around six dilapidated many buses that were used to bring families to visit loved ones in the various prisons. Crumlin Road, 
Long Kaiser Ma and even the long track from the Falls Road right down to the Midlands in Portlaoise. He worked with our friend, the late Tom Cahill, to raise money to keep the buses on the road and drove families to the prisons. And the journeys to and from the prison were dangerous and hazard and hazardous for drivers and families. They suffered constant harassment by the British Army, the RUC and the UDR. The buses and families would be stopped and searched. Sometimes they would be held for several hours. One comrade of Francis, Thomas McGuigan, remembers, it was very hard on the children. It was freezing in the winter and too hot in the summer. Francie himself was targeted by loyalists. Thomas remembers it was just past the West Circular Road, outside the Orange Hall on the Springfield Road. Francie always drove past around 2pm, so he was an easy target. The gunman opened fire and shot him several times at the wheel. He survived, but one bullet lodged too close to his spine to be removed. He was always in pain after then, never the same, and he died a short few years later. Francie was a great slager, a very popular support for the families of prisoners, mostly women who tracked to the jails for years. He died in 2002. Alice died at home on October the 13th. Local Republican Liam Stone described them well. Lovely people, he said. I want to extend my covrone, my condolences to Alice's family and friends, to the people of Bella Murphy, to her own immediate family, and to Ireland, because Ireland, her family and Bella Murphy have lost a warrior woman. Despite all her trials and tribulations, she never lost her wonderful, warm smile. And that is my abiding memory of Alice. Interestingly enough, and right across the Atlantic, a man called Colin Powell died, and I was sorry also to hear of his death. He was Secretary of State to the President, President Bush, from 2001 to 2005. So we in Sinn Féin met with him several times during those years. He was always courteous. He had a quiet sense of humour. He was uh, a black American, if I can use that term. He once told us that he got his name, Colonel Gomeleskill, he got his name Cullen from his family connections to Ireland but it was not a happy connection. He was a descendant of Sir Erie Coote of the Coote family who were powerful landlords in Kevin and Clare. Coote was the governor of Jamaica in the early 1800s and Powell's family were slaves in the governor's house. And Erie Coote made one of the slave guards pregnant and she was Colin's, Colin Powell's great, great, great grandmother. He took a very bad position on Iraq, and I, I believe that he regretted that position. That was his support for the invasion and a war on the basis of intelligence, which was later shown to be false. And that was a monumental mistake. 
He later moved away from the Republican Party and publicly endorsed Barack Obama in his run for president. So it's interesting how the diaspora finds uh, its way in strange ways throughout the world. Another uh, American, an American slave, was remembered in Dublin last Thursday when the Ard Wyra Ballyclea Alison Gilliland unveiled a Dublin City Council plaque in memory of Frederick Douglass. Now we Belfast ones are really proud of his relationship to this city, but the plaque in Dublin is a very, very fitting tribute to the visit in 1845 by Frederick Douglass to that city. And it's on the Irish Film Institute, the IFI building in Eustace Street, Temple Bar, which was formerly the meeting house of the Society of Friends. And before that, it was the Eagle Tavern, where the United Irish Society, the Dublin branch, met in the 1790s. And the proposal for the plaque was the idea of Sinn Féin councillor Michal McDonagh, who's chair of the Dublin City Council Commemorations and Naming Committee. Michal said this plaque to Frederick Douglass sees the great African-American anti-slavery leader recognised by our city for his immense contribution to human liberty and progress. It's appropriate that this site links the United Irish Society, which met here in the 1790s, the Society of Friends, which hosted Frederick's uh, visit and which still meets on this street, and the Irish Film Institute, a cultural hub of Dublin. Acts of commemoration such as this serve to remind us that while slavery was abolished in the United States, racism persists and needs to be opposed vigorously in all countries, including our own. So well said, Michal. Among those who spoke at the event was historian and author Cecilia Hartshell, who spoke of Douglas's life and his visit to Ireland at that time, and Professor Margaret Kelleher, speaking for the IFI, said, We at the IFI are very proud to mark today not only such a historic event, but also Frederick Douglass's continued legacy and inspiration. And so say all of us. And to finish up, Davy Fury is a, a leashman, he's a singer, songwriter, very fine musician. And he's described his influence as Woody Guthrie and Luke Kelly and Tracy Chapman and Billy Bragg, Joni Mitchell, Bob Dylan, and a whole host of other songwriters who at different times reflected on world events through their music. So a wee while ago who told me he had written a song about Palestine and asked if I would listen to it. I thought it was excellent. It unashamedly supports the people of Palestine and is opposed to the actions of the Israeli state. It's a personal song about the experience of Palestinian families and especially of the children. Davy says, I believe that the Palestinian people have been bullied, oppressed and abused for many years. This song is for those proud people of Palestine. The top room in Aras Ikanela was the venue for the launch of this song. Pat Sheehan, our Sinn Féin Middle East desk representative, said a few words. Kleina from the Aris was Bonnetee. 
Pat spoke about travelling to the occupied territories and to Gaza and the shock at seeing the conditions there. He recalled the visit to Jerusalem and witnessing the expulsion of a Palestinian family from their, from their home of over 40 years. The Palestinian ambassador, Dr. Jalan, spoke and she thanked everyone who had come together in solidarity to the event and she especially thanked Davy and presented him with a certificate of appreciation. The song was warmly welcomed by the audience and Davy was embraced and thanked for taking this initiative. So if you'd like to hear the song, visit Davy's website at www.davyfury.com forward slash or download from iTunes. All money raised will go to Palestinian charity in Gaza and the occupied territories. And I think it's appropriate that we go out today with Davy singing the rain in Palestine. Go to Milamagov. On the streets of Gaza City On a warm Monday night Shahid sits on his father's lap Shaken with the fright It's been another night of terror Of bombs and shells and fear The cries of his neighbours Thunder in his ears Their home has been destroyed Another family displaced Their lives being lost Israel's disgrace Buildings crumbling at the port Bodies lying in the street People trying to get to those Buried neath the concrete Oh, the rain that falls in Palestine is the kind that kills and maims The kind that tears down buildings Yet Israel show no shame Shahid and his father Take shelter from the rain But there is no shelter to be found from the suffering and the pain The power plants are being destroyed By the airstrikes and the drones The homes of poor families Are being reduced to stones People have a right to water Yet the blockade of the Gaza Strip Cuts off the electricity The international states All turn a blind 
crimes being committed While Israeli planes still fly If you've got a minute to spare Please think about Shaheed Please think about the help In Palestine